I'm your host, Master Impressive. And I'm Director Awesome. Welcome to part four of our Canadian music episode. We acknowledge and celebrate our fantastic Canadian artists, past, present, and future. That was a slick little tie-in to Thrust's album, which we will get to later. Jeff Smith, Finger Eleven, The Rascals, Thrust, Chocolair, Socrates, Brian Adams. These artists have left and are leaving a deep imprint on our music landscape in their own respective ways and in their own genres. These talented musicians are Canadian music ambassadors and they represent. Having defined a moment in time, a movement, then and now, these artists aren't just Canadian rockers and rappers. They are the audio blood that courses through Canada's musical roots. They are part of our music heritage and part of the fabric of our identity. They've influenced a generation of listeners, and these listeners, the fans, look to them as beacons of good times past and present. Slipping back to the days of our youth and good music, this music time travel that we engage in, it keeps us in a good space, protected from the hurricane force winds battering us in our current difficulties. With society in a perpetual state of mess, we look to the old school to teach the new school. Foundation is the key, and our music industry has a solid one. Canada, by population, has produced more megastars than any other country in the world. All the artists we showcased have impacted our lives, and we are thankful that they had the opportunity to share their music with us and continue to do so, and likewise to mentor and inspire the artists of today, like Drake. Socrates mentioned in an interview that he could see in Drake the talent and drive to do great things, and he helped him with time in the recording studio, with access to all that goes with it. The time and space to get his mojo going, the hardware and sound engineering support, basically the chance to get the musical inspiration and ingenuity down, recorded in the tracks, mixing and striking while the mic was hot. In part four, we connect you with the people, their talent and their inspiring stories that lead them to where they are today. We hope to do more of these Canadian music features for our listeners and, of course, to continue to reach out to all the amazing Canadian artists, past and present, who have inspired us and helped us walk the raggy road of life, united together by this thing called music. Special thanks again to Thrust, Finger Eleven, Jeff Smith, Chocolair, Brian Adams, Socrates, and the Rascals for their support in allowing us to share some of their work with you. Please remember that all the music featured in this podcast is subject to copyright protection and is the property of the respective artists featured and can't be copied or transmitted without permission. And now we'll hand it off to Director Awesome. So take it away, Director Awesome, if you will. So let me start off by saying that all three of these gentlemen that we are showcasing today have been nothing but fantastic with us. We reached out to them on social media and then whenever we sent them a message or an email, they returned them immediately and gave us so much info so that we could showcase them properly. You know, you usually go into contacting celebrities with thinking that you aren't going to get a response at all. And they probably have so many messages from fans that they won't have the time to get back to you. But like I said, they have been nothing but fantastic. So let's start off with Chuck. Claire. Pressure going to your feet The type of pressure that gon' make you buckle knees Man, you gotta step side Brush off your clothes and look deep inside And then I look into my kids' eyes And when I look in their eyes All I'm seeing is pride And when I look in their eyes The reason why I die And when I look in their eyes The reason why I strive I'm moving mountains I've always been a fan of Chocolair ever since his first album dropped, and I still remember him performing at Seneca College, which is the college I attended. He performed Let's Ride, and what I remember was he was asking the crowd to name parts of the city that you were from, and I was at the front of the stage, and I yelled out Rexdale. While performing, he said, Rexdale, we don't ride. And to this day, I still can't figure out why. I didn't have the balls to ask him that question while talking to him, but I'm sure there's a reason. Anyway, Chocolair has been nothing but great with us, so we are going to start off with a little bit about him. Chuck Claire is an international music icon who has set the benchmark for Canadian hip-hop, laying the foundation for artists such as Drake, Cardinal, Belly, Classified, Kanon, and Socrates. He was one of the most successful Canadian rappers in Canada in the late 1990s and early 2000s. Chuck Claire has been nominated for six Juno Awards, winning four, and he was born in Scarborough, Ontario, in East Toronto. He started off at the age of 11 and followed in his brother's footsteps, who was a rapper himself. Chuck Claire released released his first album in 1995 called 21 Years, and it was quickly embraced worldwide. He actually became a standout rapper in the Canadian hip-hop scene. Due to the success of the album, five independent
independently owned records from Chocolaire ended up being featured around the world on hip-hop compilations. In 1997, he released the EP What It Takes, which was accompanied by a music video featuring Julie Black, another Canadian artist. Yeah, I roll it like a force of Skywalker, understand this fly talker, cheers knocker. Yo, you tried to get with this man who has four eyes, yo, you die twice, cause I be Chaclair, yeah. Yeah, you know my rhyme, you know my style, you know sometimes I be complex, you know, with lyrics in my brain, all these people running over to the Yerinos to leak out that nonsense they dropping, man. It's Chaclair, yo, the ill be representing no hits. Yeah, we break it down like that. Yo, Shax, what you gonna say about these niggas who try to run up, But I don't care, though. That was What It Takes by Chocolaire and Julie Black. In 1998, after releasing 11 albums, Chocolaire went on to achieve a gold record with the Rascals on Canada's hip-hop anthem, Northern Touch, and also received two Juno Awards and a Much Music Award. We previously had talked about that in part one of our Canadian music series. He then decided to expand his team and join forces with Virgin Music. He has gone on record as saying, The opportunity with Virgin Music was great. Together with Virgin Music, his first release, Ice Cold, went gold in 35 days, reaching number one on the charts. In 1999, he signed with Priority Records and released his debut album, Ice Cold, produced by Socrates. The album was certified gold in Canada, which is 50,000 copies, and spawned the hit single, Let's Ride, produced by Cardinal. Stop it. My UVs will burn your skins in your optics. 21 years is groundwork. Uh, people hear me coming, so haters got mad work. But understand it's all about the swab, the get dogs. Let's ride. If you feeling my vibe, then we can all just ride. If you want to get down, then we can all just ride. All my people throw your hands up high and just ride. Where you're from, east side to west side, just ride. All my people from uptown to downtown. From Cali to NY, you know we all ride. From the floor, the key to DP, just ride. All my people worldwide, how you feel? Just ride. Let's Ride reached number 38 on the Canadian RPM Singles Charts. That year, Chocolaire performed at the Molson Amphitheatre in Toronto, opening for American singer Lauryn Hill. On the same album came another hit. I know my group of friends were big fans of this song as well, and the song was called Rubbin'. I remember seeing you in spaghetti straps, knapsack held up by your back. When I seen it, I was like, damn, girl, do you have a man? Body look like it was wrapped in saran. Him it told me no, I was kind of surprised, really. Out late nights, spending mad cash to let. See the walk you were walking, open my eyes. And the talk I was talking, part of your there ain't nothing wrong, because we both grown. Yet another song off that album was called Flagrant. I move, eyes glued, and always got something to prove. I can care less about your attitude and what you think about us. I stay focused, cause greedy cats always chase us. We all shine the bus and stick and move, stick and move. Niggas on our trains just because of our grooves. Other niggas call names to bypass dudes. Nigga, I see you, I just choose not to address. You, your whack crew, your whole flop set. Man, that I was unsigned and had more respect. I was gone for some time, but still the first on your breath. And you haven't done shit. I hate to see this next man rise. Crack the oven, but I'm done. Surprise! When you think about the hits that have come off this album, it's a shame that the marketing tools such as social media the way it is today wasn't around back then because I feel this album could have blown up that much more. In 2000, Let's Ride won a SoCan Award and the Much Music Award. Ice Cold won a Juno Award for Best Rap Recording in 2000. He was presented with a 2001 Urban Music Award from SoCan. Also in 2001, he opened the Music Without Borders concert at the Air Canada Centre in Toronto. On March 5th, 2002, Chocolera released his next album, Memoirs of Blake Savage. He released the single Skunk from that album, which featured Corrupt of the Dog Pound. After parting ways with Virgin Music, Chocolaire started his own independent label, Greenhouse Music, in partnership with Sextant Records, EMI Music Canada. On June 17, 2003, he released the album Flagrant, which won a Juno Award as Best Rap Recording in 2004. He also recorded other Canadian hip-hop albums in conjunction with Sextant Records and EMI. Greenhouse followed that with the release of My Demo, a collection of Chocolaire's early underground recordings. In 2006, Chocolaire released the album Flagship and was also featured on 
Carl Wolf single, Desensitize. We're going to take a quick break to help out another podcast. As beginning in the podcast game, we all need to help each other out. So please have a listen and subscribe. Hey, all you pod jerky fans. This is Rosa from the Ripple Podcast. I wanted to take a quick second and tell you about the podcast that I do with my little sister, Angela. We tell all kinds of strange and unusual true stories and then the ripples that they create, aka the story after the story. So make sure you check out the Ripple podcast with Rose and Angela, and we will be sure to tell you the strangest and most unusual stories you've ever heard. We are available on all major podcast platforms. Search for The Ripple Podcast with Rose and Angela. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks so much for your support. That was Rosa and Angela from the Ripple Podcast. Show them some love and head over to their podcast. Understanding the workings of the music industry enabled Chuck Clare to collaborate with some of the world's premier artists such as Corrupt, Guru, Memphis Bleak, Razelle, Mixmaster Mike, The Licks, Old Dirty Bastard, Exhibit, De La Soul, Don Robinson, Beanie Man, and countless others. These collaborations garnered him further respect from the international hip-hop community, paving the way to even more Juno and Much Music awards. In 2003, armed with his arsenal of awards, gold records, collaborations, and newfound knowledge of how the business works, Chaclair left Virgin to start his new independently owned label, Greenhouse Music. Continuing his success, Chaclair released the independent album Flagrant, garnering a Source Award nomination for Best International Artist and bringing home another Juno Award. Always actively involved in the Canadian music scene, Chuck Claire was instrumental in helping launch the first hip-hop radio station in Winnipeg, Flava 107.9, with his company Melt In Your Mouth Entertainment in 2004. In 2018, Chuck Claire was also featured on classified song called Hurt Everybody. Thought he could fly, thought he won't die, had this look in his eyes like he despised anyone that would pass by. He was self-righteous, selfish, number one is here. But he's alone and cold, cause nobody cares Now he's left in the rear, asking for them to come here Looking so pitiful, pitiful, one in the miracle Screaming from top of the citadel It's interesting because Classified's first tour was for Chocolaire when Ice Cold had come out, and now they were collaborating on this song. They've known each other for more than 20 years. Some of his other songs that we didn't get to discuss include Who That Is and Breath Control. So let's move on to Socrates. I think Socrates was the first one that I had reached out to, or he was actually the first one that got back to me. Either way, he was so nice about talking with us and allowing us to use his music. I was simply asking for permission to use short clips of his music for Canadian music episode that we were planning, and his response was simple. He said, of course, go ahead, because without fans like you, there is no us. I never really thought of it that way, and I want to say thank you to Socrates for saying something like that and for getting back to it. So let's get into a little bit of background info on Socrates. Socrates arrived on the hip-hop scene in the early 90s, a post-Native Tongues rapper and producer who pioneered the Canadian hip-hop scene. He has been awarded multiple Juno nominations for Best Rap Recording, and through his career has collaborated with the likes of Drake, Nelly Furtado, Nas, Common, Redman, and Exhibit, just to name a few. A fixture in the top tiers of the Canadian hip-hop scene, he is present as a rapper, singer, or producer on almost every Canadian major label hip-hop release over the past 20 years, providing the likes of Chaos, there's that name again, Chaos. We're still coming for you. Swollen Members, Julie Black, Rascals, Cardinal, and Chocolaire with his unique style of production that has become synonymous with the Torontonian hip-hop sound. Recently, he has maintained his prevalence working with the best of the new breed of Canadian rappers such as Classified, Shad, Trey Mission, Sunreal, and O.B. O'Brien. He is the founder of Capitol Hill Music and lead singer of the hip-hop R&B group Big Black Lincoln. In 1994, his first track was titled still caught up give me space and just let me make my music fly so you can buy my tape get lost that's my thesis i'm like peanut butter getting trapped in the shell like Reese's pieces because in the beginning they never took my shit serious brush me to the left thinking this fool's delirious from then on i kept my bits to myself knowing someday they'd return for peace of the wealth i forgot most of the fools that dropped me i never let you back in friends because your lifestyle was cocky I rule I use cause I was brought up to respect those who respect me. Fools are still- 
This song earned a nomination for Best Rap Recording at the 1996 Juno Awards. I don't remember what the first song of his that I remember, and thank God for Rap City on Much Music to help Canadian artists get recognized. I remember hearing and seeing Hate Runs Deep featuring Marvel. It was such a good song. judge your fate when gun sprays at night time cause it's the right time for wrong index fingers touch rewind as my aura propels your mind stay leaving behind fake visions you're blind cause it's hard to find lyrics flood the black market more than rockets steel my stock's hot cause it's realer than real when caps peel pay rent for cement mother's hearts getting bent cause night's is trife it's just chilling like a villain executing is killing but there's no blood spilling the hook to the song still rings true today. Hate runs deep in the hearts of many. This was in 1999, and either a year before that or just after that, I had bought a single called Father Time from the EP Brick House and thought that the beat and the lyrics to that song were so good, and I was really hooked from that point. Listen to the beat and listen to the lyrics of this song. On through the early morning breaks of dawn. I'm an emperor whose empire crushes the poem. I gave birth to a novel scene. Still in the green, Ooh, blow out your smoke screen. So nigga freeze, cause it's MC and never read great. Can't have a punk spilling head cheese. Socrates a felon. In this rap game, rebelling and rock stadiums like Van Helen. Just the opening line of that song is awesome. Father time ticks on to the early morning breaks of dawn. I'm an emperor whose empire crushes the pawn. That's right. Sign me to a recording contract for that little rap session. He was also nominated for another Juno of the same award in 2000 for Money or Love. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let me tell it for a minute. Back at you now. Yeah. Yeah. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. Are these the hardest shoes to fill, y'all? Take it in. As far as money's concerned, I'ma break it in. The golden glove, too stiff player, break it in. Never heard a surplus. The way we touched was like two tits. Who gets this busy this much? Severed on my ties and burnt on my bridges. With the art of being broke, leaving y'all folks suspicious. Like, who's that? Cool cat, move back. Y'all focus on ones, I let two stack. I'ma prove that. The funk running my veins and finance running my brain. So they one and the same. In 2001, Socrates produced the track Uh-Huh for Redman's Malpractice album and appeared on a track called Enjoy to Ride. He also did a track called Fine Line for the soundtrack to Method Man and Redman's How High Movie. In 2002, Socrates teamed up with fellow Canadian producer Agile from Brass Monk to produce the track Heaven from Nas's album God's Son, which featured Julie Black. Canadian hip-hop artists have had a hard time getting established south of the border, and Socrates is no exception. In 1996, he was signed to Warner Brothers Records Unfortunately for Socrates, Warner dropped him in 1998, which was one year before his debut album, The Underground Tapes, was released on Capitol Hill. After completing a second album, Bad Addiction, in 2004, Socrates faced difficulty securing widespread release on a major label. In the meantime, he, he produced material for Big Black Lincoln and R&B singer Adrena Mill. On November 19, 2006, he performed Promiscuous with Nelly Furtado at the halftime show of the 94th Grey Cup, and that's the CFL's championship game in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Two days later, Socrates beatboxed during her performance of Say It Right at the 2006 American Music Awards in Los Angeles. On February 23, 2007, he appeared on the ABC daytime soap opera One Life to Live with Furtado performing Promiscuous. Socrates also toured with Furtado on her Get Loose tour as a percussionist, backing vocalist, and supporting act. In 2009, Socrates collaborated with Method Man and Red Man on the single Ayo from their album Blackout. That year, he also collaborated with Chaos and Nelly Furtado on the single I Wish I Knew Natalie Portman from Chaos's album Yes. Originally, the track was a collaboration between Socrates and Nelly Furtado entitled On the Run. He released his much-delayed second studio album, Season 1, on April 24, 2012. The album features appearances by Redman, Chaos, and Nicholas F., among others. The first single, Drop It Down, featuring Redman, was released on iTunes on July 26, 2011. The second single, Say I, was released in October 2000. 
2011 and re-released in January 2012, featuring a new verse by O.B. Bryan. In 2012, Socrates collaborated with Classified and Scratch Bastard on the song Anything Goes from Classified's self-titled album. The album was released on January 22, 2013. He was also featured twice on Orchestrated Noise, the newly released seventh studio album by pioneering Canadian MC Maestro Fresh West on the tracks Stranger and Look For Me In The Whirlwind, the latter of which also features fellow Canadian hip-hop artist King Rain. In 2008, Socrates has done narration for the Toronto Blue Jays commercials and documentaries. And I thought to myself, whoever is narrating this is doing a really good job and didn't I actually didn't realize that it was Socrates until they played the credits. In 2011, he made the song Say I for a Nike commercial featuring NHL player P.K. Subban. In the 2018-19 NBA season, he narrated both the season opener preview for the Toronto Raptors season on Sportsnet as well as a sequel for the beginning of the 2019 NBA Finals. So let's have a listen to some of Socrates' other songs. The Professional, And put him on the balcony so he could get a little bit of city sun just to quench his thirst. Plants gotta live too, cause they feed the earth. Coming up. Wednesday. I believe it was a Wednesday. So hard to get over. Take a rep and soldier up. When living ain't plenty enough, it's hard to get over. How you gonna be a mega man? You ain't even got a scar. You ain't unbreakable killer. Show you who you are. Me, I'm five foot eight, fighting to reach the stars. And me, I'm in the felon. I'm fighting for every yard. And I beg your pardon. I ask the question. You claim you hard. Hope. Uh, born and raised, no silver spoon, but had mom and dad stick together through it. Now I'm two texts. Who wanted? We blessed but burdened by the same beast who pulled five aces like this two decks. Hope say there's no visual yet, but up your periscope and take it back. It ain't cool, Kev. Nah, man, we need that. We need rap. We need that funk. Yes, my business has arrived. Something for the streets. You about to feel the dawn's creation. Pippin' up or slipping on your radio station, ma. Shake your you getting impatient, ma. My record's delayed. I feel your frustration, yeah. Socrates, the hottest to trot since college airplay was TO's only option. When I was 16, getting my first props in. The world was eagerly watching me raise the stocks, man. The circle's back. Carter now, open shell, shot clear, row, row D. Julie Black, my man Solitaire, why look and Tara chasing Marvel that hit you with a duck of the mama. Oh no. Skills to thrill. I gave into mine and I won't straight. My poetry's personified, my beats are insubordinate, corrupt vocabulary. My rhyme stops carry, there's no rhythm, Socrates cannot carry. Bitches a speech, F O F. Why do I differentiate your rhyme style? So I never lose my flow or my pitch, but if it ain't it, like RuPaul, make a switch for the feeling. Revealing traits of versatility, showing my ability. It might be dope, but ever will it be respected across the land? I rhyme with my lyrics concise, so I never say it twice, but record observations that I made during my situation. As a still caught up.
When you listen to this music, it reminds me of a time that hip-hop was different. It reminds me of awesome beats, slick lyrics, and originality. Whereas, to me, the music today pretty much sounds the same, and it seems that anyone can get a recording contract. Not only is it because they are Canadian, but it's because of the hard work and dedication of these artists that I have so much respect for them. We're now going to move on to another artist by the name of Thrust. And before we get started, I want to tell a funny story, because Master Impressive yesterday had reached out to me and said, can you text Thrust and ask him if there are any last things he wants us to put into the episode or if there are any new releases that he wants us to speak about because he is coming up with a new album in the next week or so. And it was funny, I I ended up texting him and he did get back to me, but he told me that he was driving at the time, uh, so he wasn't really paying attention to what the text messages were saying. And he asked me, what time are we recording at? So right away, I got really, I guess, excited, but I guess a little bit nervous at the same time because I'm not, we're not prepared for this like he he's coming on the show and we didn't even know it and I I text him back and I said well I, I don't know if you're coming on the show or not we'd love to have you and and of course that still stands if you ever do want to come on the show you are welcome to come on the show but he actually ended up saying I have to check my schedule let me know what time we're recording tomorrow and I guess it's because so many people have reached out to him lately and he's in a schedule right now where he's shooting a music video for his new upcoming EP that he thought that he was coming on our show to talk about the actual uh, EP being released as well. So I think he got confused and I ended up telling him, hey, listen, I'll text you back later, which I never got a chance to later in the evening when he wasn't driving. And uh, we were actually thinking that we might have him on the show. So I got really nervous about that at that time. And I I just think that was funny because that's not what I was expecting. I was just saying, hey, can you check another message that we had sent you and get back to us? And he got back to me saying, what time are we recording? So that, that was a pretty funny story that I had there. Okay. So I'm going to be handling thrust section right now. And I just wanted to say that's a pretty interesting story. And I could see how he has all this stuff coming in right now. And boy, I really hope I didn't give that impression that he was coming on the show. I just basically asked for any info that we could put in the show, you know, anything like that. Um, And once again, thrust, don't get us wrong. You want to come on the show. You are welcome anytime, any day of the week, anytime you want to do it, you're welcome to come on the show. You've been nothing but kind to us. Absolutely. uh, I think, I think it was just a a mix up because you had such a, a hectic schedule with your new album being released it's understandable right because as you get closer and closer to the release date for the launch of his new music everything gets like super crazy i mean before he had a little bit more time to go through this stuff methodically and you know check and read and but now it's it's probably just like a whirlwind going on being pulled in all sorts of directions and things like that so oh yeah for sure if we can have thrust on another show we can just dedicate an episode just to him and we could talk about his music we could talk about some of the hurdles that he went through to get it out and like anything, any insights and, 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 and any goes, little stories that he'd want to share with us and the fans. And that goes for Socrates, Chuck Lair as well. You guys are welcome on the show sure, anytime absolutely. you want to come on. Absolutely. So now we're going to head into Thrust's section here, his background, some of the things that he's been up to, and we'll just get right into it. Chris France is his name. Thrust is his stage name. He's a Canadian rapper from Toronto, Ontario, and he's most known for his appearance on the Rock. 1998 single Northern Touch, which also features Cardinal, Chocolair, and Checkmate. He is also featured on the pop band Soul Decision's biggest hit, Faded. He's an old school rapper with a new school look. Some of the things that I came across while doing research on Thrust was you find little bits and pieces here and there on the internet, and it's almost like doing a reno job in your house. You see a little paint chip, a little crack, and you say, oh, okay, I'm just going to like, you know, chip that away, clean it up before. I do the real work on it. And the more you clean it up, the more you chip away, the more comes out. And that's what I was finding out with thrust. You would find these little pieces here and there. And the more you dug, the more you were looking, the more you would find. And next thing you know, you got avalanched with all this information and you found podcasts, blogs, interviews, YouTube videos. It was just nonstop. And I got to a point where I just said, wow, we would have to do a 10 part episode just on thrust because that 
that's the amount of information that's out there regarding this guy. And I'm going to say this right away. All the artists that we've showcased so far are down to earth. They've been willing to help us. And we got to appreciate with their crazy schedules that they were still trying to help us while all their craziness, all their business and their own life is going on at the same time. And that just shows what kind of people these are. They're down to earth. They're good guys. And, um, you know, it's our pleasure to showcase their work. We're just going to get right into some of Thrust's music because I really can't say much about this guy or any of these guys. Their music stands for itself. And we're going to be looking at some of his tracks from his past, present and future album, 2019, original six album. We're going to be mentioning all the specifics probably on our website. But some of the tracks that I wanted to start off with is Do You Understand the Remix? Represent tomorrow from the truth. Check it, I've been here, I'm saying, I'm freaking on the track. The niggas want to yo, check it out, they got me back. Yo, I be the thrust coming through with the locomotion. Coming through smooth, solid like the ocean. I never try to ride a hit inspiration. My creation, facts to put facts down like basin. Tell me who you're chasing on the case like Mason. Notorious tonight, they're ever thinking. It's quicksand, it's sinking, it's sinking. While well, you be pretty and pink, no essence overflow. Who's the loser, banker, overchooser? Without the tropical, topical, Toronto living real. Leaving the stage with the seal. Understanding this concept, to be correct, you can say that I'm hitting on the set. The next one is Y'all Ready Know. Of course. What? You know what to do every time we come with this, man. Mm-hmm. Y'all can never underestimate. I'm at the shade of T.O. with this flow. That's huh. yeah, a I put it down. Don't ever get it twisted, ever twisted with this here. You niggas trying to do this, but your shit just disappeared. I'm crystal clear, hear it here when I'm here, out the spear. This is just the vibe that I'm bringing back, bring it here. Back to rock, back to lyrics, back to flows, back to guards. Original man standing, back in the demanding. Bring the spotlight back in my attention. Won't I mention when I'm ripping, coming straight up in your section. Let's go. Another track is So Amazing. Notorious, you see these cats, they be talking such and such. But I'ma switch the gear, never stick the clutch. And like GC, we too much for much. Yo, you pay for the day, we never go in touch. The next one that I want to feature is This and That featuring Chalk Lair. Lot of MCs on this stage tonight. There's a lot of MCs that think they aight. There's a lot of MCs with hype and promotion, but most of these cats couldn't flow beside the ocean. Them a burst, seen the sound them have. I did worse. Simply, Jock come with them with a curse. The first shall be last, the last shall be first. Words of wisdom and tranquility, rapping to the best of my ability. People stepping up, saying how ill it be. The disciple with the bomb in your vicinity. The next one is Remember When, featuring 10. round off this bunch of clips we're going to be looking at mc part two standing by the speaker suddenly i had this winter season summer madness i 
just had to be down so I got closer. The closer I get, the better it sounds. My shit's hot, everybody wants a copy. Yours, outdated, like tennis, floppies. Feel the need for speed when it's time to go. We're right but on the track. Grand Turismo. I got it going on since I'm up next to flex. Regulate like the circle, got a citizen vest. From the X to the next, power move that I flex. It's high res, check the specs. Another thing that I wanted to mention was a lot of these guys work together and they've been working together since the beginning of the hip hop scene in Toronto. And that creates a special relationship with the music because they're all buddies behind the scenes. They all hang out, they chill and they bring that vibe into their music and it comes through. And again, we're glad that we can share this music with you and we we hope you're enjoying the show. Now to get into some of Thrust's background, he started off as a break dancer. He also was traveling back and forth from Toronto to New York because he had relatives there and he started to seriously get into rap in grade nine at that time he picked up some records from houdini and the fat boys and these albums had instrumentals on them and he would rap over the tracks he had a group called world domination with a djx a mastermind and really at a very early age thrust was being called upon to get his opinion on tracks that people were putting out in the day for example maestro fresh was remember thrust was only 15 years old and the fact that he actually grew up in the hip-hop scene the industry and he knew all the players that gave him a special perspective and you know he has a like a very special intangible quality about him that gives him this sort of authority about things and a lot of people trust his ear and for example maestro fresh was before he released his backbone slide track he used to call up thrust and would drop his rhymes over the phone to thrust before he recorded them so that's pretty interesting and a lot of these things you only find out if you do the research and believe me there was a ton of it yeah because none of the stuff that you know that we've come across or that you've come across we've ever seen in interviews or on tv or anything like that right well he does have a few interviews here and there and it's just you know they're hidden you almost you have to do a scavenger hunt. So you find a little piece here and then there's a link over there and then there's a little piece over here. And that gets back to what he said about his persona, his career. And he said that you have to create a mystique for your fans, for the people. You only give them just a taste and then they come looking for you. Basically, that's what he said. And remember, this guy grew up in promotions. He's been in the music promotion scene since the beginning. So he knows his craft. He actually went to school to learn learn about the music industry. I think it was at a local institution here in Toronto. He's worked with Virgin, if I recall correctly, but we're going to get more into that. There was a, I believe one of the interviews that we had listened to, he was on the phone and he had called into a radio station. And what was funny about that interview is I think somebody in the background was trying to talk to him or trying to sell him something. And he kept telling him, Hey, listen, dude, I'm on the phone. Like I'm doing an interview right now. And it was just kind of (laughs) of funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, these are interviews that we've never actually seen, but when you do your research and you actually can come up with this kind of stuff in the interviews that are actually out there online right now, you can find them. It's just very, very difficult to find. Yeah, but once you do, it's just like, you know... It's gold. It is gold. You have this flood of information coming at you. It's just one thing leads to another. And that's why with this episode, I mean, it's a little scripted, but there's just so much information. We just can't present it all in a normal fashion. I mean, Because if if we were to do this back and forth on all the music and all these artists we'd be here for three hours and we know you don't want to listen to us talk for three hours Uh, you'd rather hear about the artists and about their music absolutely and so like getting back to thrust at a very early age he knew what to do with the music he knew what sampling was what song to use he had his own dj he knew the ins and outs of the industry and he was really good at what he did he just had this unique ability just to get this done and this unique perspective that he had from going between Toronto to New York, that really had a large impact, I think, on how he handled the situation here in Canada, the Canadian music scene, where really they weren't getting much support. And he always stated that the U.S. had an interest and respect for the rap scene in Canada and Toronto specifically. There was a definite Canadian rap awareness. But then he also said here in Canada, it's just like everything was being slept on, like nobody knew anything, nobody cared, just nothing was being played on the radio. You couldn't hear anything. And a lot of it comes back to the whole college radio mechanism. A lot of these guys broke their music on college radio. That was their first commercial play. And they used that together with some of the promotion that was going on with Ron Nelson and some of the other shows, Power Move, DJX. All these 
characters, all these actors in the background working this new territory. And these guys were the vanguard. They were the pioneers. These guys are the rap legends. And so for us, it's pretty important to represent these guys properly and to do the best that we can to let everybody know just how big these guys are. Like they're not just some like Canadian guy in the background doing whatever and they sort of faded away. No, no, no. Through research, we found that they've all been working constantly here and there, singles, EPs, tracks, collaborations, promotion, working on all sorts of things. And we'll get into more of this stuff right now. Well, speaking uh, about not being able to market all of these guys in the Canadian market, in the Toronto market, it's funny because I, I actually never heard of Thrust until I saw the first video of his, which was Do You Understand on Rap City? And I actually still have that video recorded on my VHS tape that I have from Rap City, six hours of just all Rap City music videos from back in the day. And that's the first time I actually heard of Thrust, which is sad because in today's market, again, with the social media stuff, this stuff would have just blown up. But it's good because right now with the social media, you know, it's matured and it's at a level now where they can put all the old school stuff out, all the releases on vinyl, some of the special underground tracks that you don't get to hear, some of the videos. And some people have the stuff, like you said, recorded on VHS and it's out there. So it's really great to see. And I think they should the re-release it as new stuff and, and claim that it's new stuff and try to make a killing off of it now. The whole situation here in Canada and Toronto, it's so weird. But again, we're doing our part. We're getting their information out there. And please, by all means, for anyone who's listening, go check out their music because these guys are amazing. All amazing. Thrust, Chocolair, Socrates. They're great. And they're so diverse. They all have their own style and they're well-versed. They're well-educated. They're smart. They're businessmen. They're entrepreneurs. They're producers. They do it all. And these guys, right from the beginning, they had no fear. They actually created the market here in Canada. They just went out and got everything done on their own by themselves. They just went down to the States, walked into the music headquarters and just started talking to people, just, you know, personal relationships. And that's how they do things. They didn't wait for anybody. And that's a good thing because nothing would have happened here with the people that were running the music scene here back in the day. They really could care less about the hip hop scene or any of their music. So it's good that they went out, started their own labels, took care of their own stuff and just got it done. So we're going to look into some of this interesting backstory about Thrust right now. His first release was in 96 and it was an EP called Past, Present, Future. And the distribution was through Fat Beats in New York. And within a week of the release, he was already in Vibe Magazine, Rap Pages. DJ Premier was playing it. Pete Rock was banging it out the gate. And they had no idea who Thrust was. They never saw him. They never met him. Thrust records his songs very quickly. Three quarters of his work is done on the spot, not written or pre-rehearsed. And he said it's just a natural gift. It's in his blood. Thrust did his take on Soul Decision song, Faded, in one take. It took 30 seconds and impressed the sound engineer Femi so much that he got Thrust invited to Paisley Park, which is Prince's recording studio. And Thrust basically said that that was a highlight of his early days, like going, wow, like going to Prince's recording studio. It was an amazing experience. The song Northern Touch, there was a backstory about that. The song was initially for an EP and the Rascals were in the mix, but nothing was for sure. And the song was initially with the Rascals, Checkmate, Thrust, Chocolate, and the hook was with Julie Black and Chaos. At the studio to record the song, they couldn't get a hold of Chaos or Julie Black. And at that point, only Thrust and Chocolate were at the studio. And they called up Cardinal. Their end of the song was done in about 30 minutes. Later on, one of the labels pulled out of the comp. Then the whole thing was in limbo and Thrust and everyone else thought that the song wouldn't go anywhere. And then eight months later, Rascal's manager decided to put it on the Rascal's album. That's when the magic happened. But once the track was done, DJs across Canada wouldn't play it. Fortunately, though, DJ Premier and other DJs in New York played it alongside of Get At Me Dog. The song then blew up in the US. It took roughly two years for the song to hit the market. It almost got dropped, but luckily the song got made and got cooked lit in New York. And the Canadian DJs got the record because they heard all the buzz. But what's really sad is that they had it all along in their crates for at least seven months and weren't playing it. Once the video premiered, that's when it took off. Thrust is still really active behind the scenes. And like I said, keeps things on the down low. He has that little bit of mystery behind his business, what he's doing, that mystique that he says. He took some time off from the music game to raise his daughter, but he's still here and he's back and he's better than ever. Better 
better, faster, stronger. Now we're going to check out some more of his tracks. The first one that we're going to start off with is So Fresh, the J-Swing version. We're also going to look at Showstopper. How many MCs must get this? But what have to say, don't fuck with Chris. Name your top five, I'm at the top of that list. I'm bound to get a spot with the flex of the wrist. I decapitate the head to fit and snake that head. You can swing better, better, but I bet you miss. You see, there's too many beats and there's not enough time for all of them to get blessed by the rap having style one time. Seems like the rap game is faster you buy. Why? Cause you wasn't fly. Us being to be fresh, but not quite like this. Me and Big Chris spitting out that venomous shit. The next one is Let's Go, the ProLogic Basshead Remix. So glorious, let's go. Sit back, just let it go. We got the lyrics so professionals, just you know. Mr. Thrust, Mr. Thruster, General, I'm coming through a bus, yeah. yeah. Encouraging anyone I'm representing. I put it down so heavenly. God body splashing so live at a party. Everybody sing the words. You can sing the words. Sing along. Hear the essence. Feel the essence. Feel the vibe. Feel the song. Put it down. Hear the sound. I represent so lovely. Yeah, you think of me. Some of his thoughts regarding the old school versus new school rap in Toronto are as follows. He likes the exposure that these other artists are getting in Canada, especially the Toronto rap scene. Drake and others are on top of the world right now, so that's always good. Some of the cons are the lack of unity. You know, your project comes out, nobody gets behind it, nobody wants to throw you a like, a heart, a repost. You have this weird inferiority complex that happens in Toronto with artists, and it's strange. They've been battling this for a while now but in the 80s with the likes of Mishimi and Dream Wars of first gen rappers it wasn't like that. Everyone rallied behind each other because it was just them against everybody like circle the wagons. And DJ Kimo actually talked about that in in our interview as well is that there's no cohesion between artists today and back then it was all about unity and being together. Absolutely. Another con that he mentioned was that we never really get to see the other layers of the Toronto's hip hop scene, the underground, the alternative and he said that you haven't seen a real rapper come out of Toronto yet. Just an MC, like from North American. No island vibes, like straight up Canada. That's a goal for Thrust personally, you know, trying to achieve being the rapper for Toronto, bringing the T-dot scene and sound. That's something that the city needs, he says. Some of the other thoughts that he mentioned in some of the interviews and some of the videos that we were looking at through our research was, he's taking his time with his new music. He said being a curator of something instead of rushing it. He said that's a problem with people these days, rushing the process so that the music doesn't last. And he was basically equating it to cooking. He said, take time like a good meal, cook it, let that sauce simmer and you give it to the people. And then he says, how does it taste? How does it feel? And that's, again, I think where his experience and his background in the music promotion helps him a lot. He understands the game and all the facets. He sees the whole thing. This guy's really talented and very aware of what's going on. So props to Thrust. And he also said that Instagram is his music portal now. Everything that he does, it's all through Instagram. Back in the day, they had different social media platforms. But now it seems like that the concentration use Instagram or Spotify, just two or three major platforms 
albums, and that's about it. Thrust also mentioned that when they did Northern Touch and all those records, the reason why that particular magic happened was because they knew each other and were cool with each other and hung out and everybody knew everybody else and they shared the same vibe. He said, we didn't only do music. We just go and chill and then make music and that's how you get that synergy, he said. When you go with somebody who doesn't know you and they're putting it together, he said, it's not there. He also said, our generation of peoples was the kind where you just began doing it. We were the dreamers. We were the ones who got the ball in action and that's why I know that's my gift. That's why it keeps me fresh. That's why I'll never go away, he said. Some people, they're trying to be rappers, trying to be this, but you don't actually have that in your bloodstream and you're going to fade out after a while. And basically what Thrust is saying is you can't fake it. You have to be in this game. You have to live it. You have to be it. Some of his other music that we're going to look at right now is Take Me Away Interlude. Next one is time and time again. We're all gathered for what purpose now disperse, rehearse, practice lessons taught, and life and do a lot at a young age that my thoughts flow free from the garden grew a tree. Oh golly, I think I spot a poly. Manna informed, blame that preacher with the sermon. Let's do a dance called the what you want. Tell me, is it really here in the promised land you thought, but you never really knew? Now you're looking like that crumb on the table. I used to tickle your navel, but now you're watching me on the cable. Much music, what you do? I love, I chose to choose it. My rhyme slaps your brain. Feel the pain from the hunger of a needy kid. Read my eyes and see the fear. Y'all know how it's going. Now tell me how you live. And we have two more here that we're going to look at. The first one is Rage, You Didn't Have to Go. And the next one is Rage Remix. There's some special info that came out regarding the Chosen or Few album. And this ties into, I guess, obstacles that all these artists have faced in a certain way. Socrates, Chocolair, Jeff Smith, Thrust, The Rascals. They all hit these roadblocks, these speed bumps, but they overcame it. And that's the main thing. They just kept pushing and kept going. Now, with the Chosen or Few album, that came out on 9-11. So he was basically saying that a lot of people just missed it. It's like, what happened to Thrust? He was there and then boom, gone. Thrust said that the gift and the curse of it was that it made him revamp. He said that he was in the music biz for so long since he was 15 and he never had a break and he never really had time to get back to family never had time to reevaluate his career. And maybe that was a blessing. You know, you can look at it from both angles. But I think that most of the artists that we're showcasing in this episode, they came out stronger for it. And this is where we're at. Some of his other thoughts, he said, it's more economically feasible to make music now as it was back in the day. He said, you have to balance it out. He said, I don't have to spend a thousand dollars at a studio anymore. I have a laptop and a mic. Boom, my song is done. He said, I just have to pay some for mastering. I 
And even that, he said he can find somebody to do it. So it's come a long way because we were talking about in the previous parts, if you didn't have the cash, if you didn't have the budget to push your music, chances are that you wouldn't be able to push your music at all. And unfortunately, that basically cut a lot of really talented people from the music industry, especially the Toronto hip hop scene back in the day. And that's our loss. Thrust was also saying that he's always had that kind of hip hop vibe growing up in the culture, growing up in the business, knowing everybody. And he goes, that's just how it is. He goes, he was blessed to be around the right people. One really important quote that he mentioned in one of his interviews was stay away from the dream killers. And he was talking about that because people were basically throwing shade at him for what he was trying to do. He was trying to get into clothing and some of the other aspects of the the hip hop scene, which are very important. And basically he said, these people were telling me, you can't do this. He said, I did it. You can't do this other thing. I did that too. Everything that people told him he couldn't do, he just went out and got it done. And that's why I respect these guys so much because they just go and they just get it done just like that. You just got to put in the hustle. You got to do the grind, put in the work, be motivated. And these guys are motivated. And these guys are role models for everybody. And also, most of these guys are dads, too. So they're running their families. So they have their responsibility to their families, their kids, putting food on the table, running their business, making their music. These guys are amazing. Little known thing, if you didn't know about Thrust, he likes his Tamiya kid cars. (laughs) I found that out by checking out some of his stuff online on YouTube. All these artists that we're mentioning, they were involved in the Fresh Arts program here in Toronto. It was a government-funded initiative to get kids off the street. That basically launched the career of most of these guys because they were all in it together. It was just a big group of buddies hanging out, and they got into this program, and they had funding and the support to get their music out, and I'm glad that it happened. So that's a good thing that our government did for once. There's also a podcast, which is co-hosted by Thrust, is called Views Before the Sixth, where they go into history of all things hip hop in Canada and especially in Toronto. Those are really interesting. So if you haven't had a chance, go check those out. I don't know if I mentioned this previously, but Thrust helped run Nelson with street promotions right from the beginning, like getting the scene get off the ground back in the day. And I think that played a large part of his ability to understand the industry and the nuances, the things that if you weren't in the middle of it, you just wouldn't get. And I think he brings that to the music scene, even today, especially. Going into the Fresh Arts program a little bit more, it was basically a Jobs for Ontario Youth program. And they partnered up with the Toronto Arts Council and created the program called Fresh Arts. Socrates, Chocolaire, they all came out from that program that was aimed at helping kids off the street. It was from that Fresh Arts era that so many things were born. Thrust was born into the hip-hop world. He says, things always just fell in my lap. Hip-hop is part of the culture. It's part of our fabric. He also said, though, that there's less opportunity now. And likewise, he said that you have to know your worth. You have to know your power. And he said that Toronto has never understood its power. Thrust continued saying that he never waited for anyone else. He said he went and started his own label. And so, too, did all the other hip-hop artists that were running with him in the scene back in the day. Chocolaire, Socrates, all these guys, they just went out, started their own thing, got it done. Here's an interesting little tidbit. Thrust has a rule of threes. If something comes to you three times, accept it and go with it. For example, Thrust turned down Soul Decision's request to have him in their top hit called Faded. And this happened two times before they came back a third time and Thrust said yes. And that was a really interesting take on a life lesson that Thrust has learned throughout the years. It's really cool. Thrust also worked for Virgin Music for five years as head of the National Promotion Street Team Department. Again, he's been in promotion since day one. He knows his craft. So I'm sure that Virgin said, why not have this guy who knows everything about promotion on our team? And that was a smart move on their part. Also, we're going to look at a little bit of his philosophy, which we talked about a little bit earlier. And he basically said that you have to create a mystique about yourself. Don't put yourself out there so much. Let the people come to you. Just feed little bits and pieces here and there. There has to be a mystery about you. That's good advice for Pod Jerky Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, since uh, Master Impressive here is 
incognito. And yeah, so I think, Director Awesome, that you also wanted to share a little bit more about your personal side. So you mentioned your name in, I think... We haven't post? released that episode yet. Okay. Uh, I have done that online, but when we do release that episode, yeah, my name's changing on the show. Okay. Yeah, but it's pretty cool. I guess we know a little bit about promotion as well, right? So mm-hmm. now another quote that he had was, and this is for all you up and coming artists out there, listen to this. He said, they can ask for your music for two years or they can ask for you for a lifetime, which one you want. Basically, he's saying, don't rush your music. Make sure that you put out your best product. Make sure that the music represents who you are. Don't have people force you to get your stuff out quickly, rush it, cut corners, do things properly, take your time. It's like he said before, you got to let it cook. You got to let it simmer. You have to make sure it tastes good so it lasts. Thrust is one interesting and cool cat. Let me tell you, he's (laughs) some of the Instagram communications that we've had with this guy have been pretty interesting. And I think, didn't he send you some disappearing message regarding one of his tracks? He did. Yeah, there was, I I don't know if he realized that it was a disappearing message because I looked up what that actually was because I have no clue what it is. And apparently sometimes it just, it happens and it's in one of the settings and you just hit something wrong. And uh, the video that he sent us just actually disappeared. What was actually cool was he actually called us his peeps and <laughs> kind of got excited about that. I was like, hey, we are Thrust's peeps. Didn't he say G's? Some, yeah, it was peeps or G's. It was something like that. And I was like, got really excited about that. And, you know, not not to get overexcited about somebody like Thrust embracing us and, and allowing us to communicate with him and stuff. But that's pretty exciting when an episode that you're working on and you're putting so many hours into research and looking stuff up for all of this just to get this episode right. And you want to represent these guys properly. It was amazing to have him reach out back to us, just like Socrates, just like uh, Chuck Claire, and, and then actually communicate with us on a personal personal level and actually say, you know, like he appreciates what we're doing and, you know, you have permission to use whatever you want to use from from myself, my music, uh, interviews, anything like that. And just to get on a personal level with Thrust was awesome. One thing about Thrust was I learned that he gives everybody the time of day. Doesn't matter who you are because he understands it's about treating people the proper way, giving everybody their say, giving everybody their time to experience their feelings, their thoughts, their emotions. And it's just connecting with other people. And if you don't connect with other people, you basically, you can't learn. Instead, if you talk to people, you engage with them, they appreciate it. And he and, actually- And word of mouth will will spread, right? You're going to say, hey, you know what? I, I talked to this guy or I talked to that guy and you got to listen to his stuff. And word of mouth spreads and, and, and advertise for them. And it's something that Socrates said at the beginning uh, when we were talking about it. Listen, without you guys, the fans there is no us so they're actually grateful to give back to us and give us conversations over social media yeah that's true and i think really the main point here is that these guys went out of their way to work with us to help us out and not just one time because we've been messaging these guys back and forth behind the scenes and mind you they're running their gigantic careers family life businesses all these things all at the same time and they're still getting back to us so props to all these guys. We appreciate it. Thrust, we got you. We see you. And mentioning what you said there is that we've we've messaged them multiple times. What, what people don't understand is when you're working on a podcast and you're putting together episodes, what happens is, is you want to do the best job possible. So you want to get all your facts straight. You want to get your information out there. And when we came up with doing a five-part Canadian music, hip-hop, and rock uh, series, we started this series, this planning, probably two months ago. We've been working on this this episode specifically, because we wanted to get it right, we've been working on it for well over a month. And when we say that, we have been actually messaging Socrates, Chuck Claire, and Thrust for the better part of the three months that we've been working on these episodes. This started right back, right from the beginning when we first started the podcast. We actually reached out to, like I said, Socrates, I believe was the first one that I reached out to. So we were in communication with them right from the word go. And they have actually been, like I said, kind 
kind enough to get back to us as well. And just to remind everybody, we have Brian Adams coming up and Finger 11 in the next episode. And then that will wrap up our five-part series on Canadian music. And again, all these guys are down to earth. They're amazing. And we appreciate all their help and, you know, giving us a chance to also showcase their music to people who might not necessarily know about it or they might not know about the scope of their work. For example, Socrates and Chauclair and Thrust, they have a lot of work out there. And again, it comes back to the mechanism here in Canada and Toronto. The promotion of the hip hop scene is basically non-existent. Now it's probably at a certain level where it puts the, the past to shame, but it's still not where it needs to be. And a lot of the guys are saying that the people that have been running this show for all these years, they just need to leave. And once that happens, then everything's just going to blow out the door and they'll get the promotion that they deserve and their music will be treated properly and given the importance that it deserves. It's because, let's face it, Canada, Toronto, our scene is the scene. It's pretty interesting. So we're on everybody's radar and I think we've always been on everybody's radar. It's just that we haven't been on our own radar and that's the problem. And hopefully with this podcast episode, that will help in a little way. I mean, we're not some huge music label and, you know, we're getting our stuff out there in the way that we can, but any help is always a good thing, right? So, and we're doing our part. And um, before we actually take off from this episode, we want to touch base again on Thrust and how nice he was to give us his time and talk to us online and actually sent us a single from his new upcoming EP. We asked if we could give it a sample on our show today. And he told us that, yeah, sure, you can go ahead. You're allowed to play this song. So here's a sample from his new upcoming release called The Return. So that is going to do it for this episode. As always, stay safe, be kind to each other, and we will see you later. Jerky.